Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Goodness. What a, uh, what a weekend. I love football. I love watching football. I love talking about football. I really enjoy Blake being an armchair QB on Monday. Our uh, armchair QB discussion is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Uh, Amazing burgers and sandwiches and appetizers. And yes, they have Yingling at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland and Startville and Oxford. Three straight home games for Mississippi State. Um, You can hit Bulldog Burger. You can hit Maroon & Co., and uh, enjoy yourself this weekend. This weekend's game against Bowling Green is the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. It's an 11 in game, which gets you out, and you get to watch the uh, Florida-Tennessee game, but that 6 o'clock game could be really, really good. A&M and Arkansas. Uh, another game to keep an eye on, a future SEC team. Texas cannot go to Texas Tech and lose. They can't. Sark will, he'll get in a bad spot. And it could happen. It's a five-point spread. Uh, it's not like Texas is a 17-point favorite. So those are a few games to look at. But A&M and Arkansas has a lot of sizzle. And uh, Mississippi State plays both of those teams uh, back-to-back at home after uh, uh, Bowling Green. And Ole Miss plays, uh, hasn't played either one of those teams yet either. So we'll, all eyes will be on that 6 o'clock game. A&M at Arkansas. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, uh, is brought to you by Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Cataract Surgery, Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries, two locations on Lakeland Drive, one in Jackson, Flowood, Bellmead. Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. We welcome in Steve Robertson. Um, 247 Sports, Jeans Page, the Boneyard Podcast. Steve joins us on the Yingling Lager Guess line. Uh, Steve, we debated earlier in the show all the drop passes uh, by the MSU wide receivers. And 
Um, they dropped passes against Arizona, and it didn't hurt them. Uh, they dropped passes against LSU, in which Will Rogers put it right on the money, and it did hurt them. They weren't able to get in rhythm, move the chains, and get some momentum. Uh, is this a pattern? Uh, what's your takeaway from the drop passes the last two weeks, Steve? Well, there's a lot more of them against LSU, and, and you're exactly right. They were they were timely. I think three of those drops came on third down across the middle of the field, and that just can't happen. I mean, you know, we talked about it last week, Bo. I mean, it's like, yeah, is this game a, a season record? No, no, it's not. But you'd like that game to have been more competitive, especially when, you know, State had a two-score lead in the ball game and a chance to really take control. And then you have a little malaise there right at the end of the first half and allow LSU to get going. Because, you know, Bo, you and I have both been to games with LSU for years. And that was a pretty subdued LSU crowd until that second half. And I think that's part of the issue. It's it, Schematically, I didn't think there was an issue. I thought execution-wise, State was not very good. And ultimately, it cost them. And you can get away with that against Arizona, and you can get away with it against Memphis. But you can't have these you know, periods of inactivity, especially at the wide receiver position, and expect to win on the road in the Southeastern Conference. And ultimately, that cost Mississippi State the game. So what's this? people are asking in year three, why is that happening? I mean, yeah, you could argue that, that, that it's kind of been sloppy, a little bit lackadaisical all year. Um, for them, even going back to Memphis, they're just, they're better than Memphis and Arizona. Uh, you know, they don't look buttoned up, so to speak. And I think people that are still gung ho, Mike Leach and, and won't Leach to work are asking the question, why is it a little sloppy and, and why is it buttoned up Steve in year three with a veteran, well, with a veteran laden team for the most part yeah and, and that's a very fair point point. one thing i will say too they did not have many drops against memphis and they made a big made a big deal about that you know post game but they, they didn't have any drops and and the fact that we have to point that out as a point of emphasis is a concern right i mean you know like jane wiley's arguably state's most explosive wide receiver and he's led state and drops the last two uh two seasons but yeah it, it was it was kind of position group wide. I mean, you know, it was a big drop by Rufus there. I think the pass and Will may have been a little hot, but you know, you got to make that catch. And Rufus will tell you he should have made that catch. And you know, and Ra Ra, of course, who might be your most talented receiver all the way around, he had a couple of big drops. And so, yeah, that's got to get fixed. And and yeah, you know, it's like that's the basic tenet of football, right? I mean, especially when when you play against the front like LSU. And and I thought they did some things that were awfully creative, you know, with their pass rush to kind of use Will at times and and kind of force some early throws. But when you do get some protection and you do get an accurate pass, you got to make the catch. I mean, and that that's from peewees to the pros. I mean, that, that's not just something that's indicative of Mississippi State. That's a basic tenet of football. And so that's got to get fixed. I, to be honest with you, for being brutally honest on a Monday, and if we can't do it on Monday, when can we do it? I thought the moment proved to be a little bit too big for Mississippi State. We talked about how the pressure was on LSU, but I think in some respects maybe we underscored you know, this was a chance for Mississippi State to take a step on a national stage on the road against a very talented LSU team. And, and this is not a great team yet. They may be a really good team by the end of the year, but, you know, LSU's never going to trot trash out there. I mean, right, no. you know this, though. I mean, they're, they're, they have dudes. Oh, exactly. And, and you have a chance. And, and I think that's the thing that Mississippi State fans feel today 
it's like the, the first loss is always tough. It's always tough. But the reality of this is, is this was a chance for State to, to maybe take a step from, hey, it's going to be a good year to get, potentially be a great year. Because you don't get that LSU team that is beatable in Tiger Stadium very often. And you had a chance and you didn't take full advantage. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Well, if I agree with you, the moment was too big for a veteran-laden team. So what do they do? I mean, what... Is it is it coaching? Is it off-season stuff? Is it practice? Is it not the right players? Because I thought the moment was too big last year in the Golden Egg game uh, going into halftime. They couldn't catch the ball, and, and, and they got rattled, and the moment was too big. This year, you're right. It's a talented LSU team, but they're not a good team, and the moment was too big. And the muff punt, you know, by a senior, I mean, it's just one thing. So... What's your takeaway on that? Like, what is the remedy? What is the solution for when it's a close A&M game, Arkansas game, uh, I don't know, Auburn, Kentucky, and Ole Miss? These are all winnable games, but you can't make a bunch of mistakes and the moment can't be too big. What's the solution, Steve? Well, I don't think there, I don't think it is just one thing. I think, number one, I think you, you play that game at home, I think that helps a little bit, too. Uh, but some some of it's recruiting, you know, some of it's recruiting, some of it's development, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a little more complicated than just saying, Hey, this is the one thing. I mean, you, you got to get some better players. And I think part of that, you know, is involved with NIL, you know, and, and there's a lot of that too. I think about with a lot of people that are complaining today have done nothing with NIL. <laughs> They've not contributed to the Bulldog initiative. They have not, uh, you know, set up monthly payments. They've not made contributions they just been to Walmart and bought a T-shirt and called themselves a Mississippi State fan and think, hey, take me seriously. And so, you know, if, if you're one of those people that are like, hey, we need to make, make the next step, I think you got to do some self-evaluation and say, okay, well, what am I doing? You know, yeah, yeah, I need Mike Leach to do this, and I need uh, Rara Thomas to do this. Okay, well, what, what are you doing? You know, what, what are you doing to make that job easier for everybody involved? And, you know, there is a collective responsibility here, and ultimately it's Mike Leach getting paid, paid $5.5 million a year. And so – you know, he's got to find the dudes. He's got to develop the dudes. And, and then when these moments come, they got to be prepared. And at the end of the day, it's like I, I read these things online sometimes. And, of course, you know, that and 50 cents and get you a cup of coffee at the Delo truck stop. But uh, um, but the reality of it is, is you know, Mike Lee's got to get these guys ready to play. And, and Mike knows this. But the guys have to go out and execute. If Mike and us guys can design plays and get guys open 
on the road at LSU, you got to catch football. It's as simple as that. And Mike Leach can't go catching for them, you know, but Mike Leach has got to recruit the guys that go make those plays. Uh, so when you look at the, the miscues, the miss PAT, the muff punt, the holding on, on a big return by Tulu, I, I guess it's kind of the same theme that same road we're going down at some point. Will they clean it up? Yeah, I, I think so. And I'll tell you this, you know, it's like Xavier Thomas, I thought was a real bright spot in the punt return game. And he had two returns across the L, across the 50 in LSU territory. You squandered the first one, you cashed in on the second one. And, you know, the, the, the game I think may have already been decided, but that, that holding call on that kick return, you know, Tulu gets loose and he didn't get loose because of the hold. That, that's the thing that's it's so frustrating is that hold was so completely unnecessary, had no impact on the return whatsoever. You don't have to do that. And that, that's a veteran guy, Buki Watson. And so, you know, and you go like the Austin Wiggins thing. I mean, you know, it's like I'm not going to sit here and bash Austin Wiggins. The kid's giving everything he's got from Mississippi State. you got to field that punter. you got to get out of the way. The, the one thing you can't do is what happened there, is you can't muff that. Because at that point, I wouldn't say State was in complete control, but State had control and a chance to put the game away and then you go out there and you have a guy that, that, that is in the game because you trust him. You call him old, old reliable, Mr. Reliable, you know, Austin Williams. Austin's got to make that play, and he'll tag you the same. And, again, I'm not saying anything that you probably hadn't already discussed on the show, but that's the moment when the game got away from stage. I think everybody that has ever attended game at Tiger Stadium, when they went ahead 17-16, the game was already over. It was just a matter of what the final score was going to be. Steve Robertson on the Yingling Lager guest line. What did you make of what LSU did up front as they adjusted on defense to Will and that offensive line? You know, Harold Perkins and those guys. Um, was that something that uh, that the Mississippi State offensive staff should adjusted off of that? Because once they started doing some different things, it made that O-line and Will really uncomfortable. Yeah, they did. And and listen, you you got to give those guys credit, too. It's not just on Mississippi State. I mean, some of the mistakes were a byproduct of LSU doing some great things defensively. And that front's legit. I think we all know that, uh, you know, outside of maybe Alabama, perhaps Georgia, you're not going to see a front that talented and athletic. And, oh, you know, old Jalari is a monster. I mean, right. I mean, you're not going to keep that guy quiet all night. And, you know, it's like State got the benefit of kind of getting a, a scratch and dent Arden Key a couple of years ago. But, you know, Ojolari is, is an absolute beast, and he, he didn't play last week. They wanted to get him healthy, but they overloaded the left side a lot, and sometimes they ran from that, and then the next time they would overload, and then when Will would counter, they wouldn't come. They'd come from somewhere else. And I thought they did a great job kind of you know, mixing and matching a little bit, and they disguised their coverages, and there were some times that it looked like it was going to be a good – play to be made and LSU's athleticism just took over. And I thought one of the best adjustments that Will made the entire night is they're over there overloading the left side. Dollar Bill recognizes it and kind of signals to Will. And then Will calls that halfback toss Dylan Johnson. He breaks it for about 25 yards. And at that point, the chess game, I thought favored Mississippi state. And then, you know, again, you're there and you're competing. And then you have these self-inflicted wounds that basically make all of that kind of a, a moot point. Hmm. 
Well, it's a it's a devastating loss because, as you said, you don't go down to Baton Rouge with that kind of opportunity often. And the next time you go down, Kelly will have you know a couple of recruiting classes and transfer portal and so on. They'll, I would have to believe they'll be hitting on all all cylinders. Uh, what would you like to see from other than receivers not drop balls? Uh, or maybe that is well, number we, one. What would you like for them to do this weekend? getting ready for Texas A&M, Steve? I think that is the most important thing. It's just catching football. You know, it doesn't matter the quality of competition. you got to go out there and execute at a high level. And, yeah, I think State's got to take this game very seriously. And, of course, Bowling Green has not been a great team. They upset Marshall last week and recently beat Notre Dame. And so that's probably a good thing for Mississippi State. I don't think you're going to show up and go through the motions out there. And I think we're going to find out a lot about this team this week and not that we don't expect State to win the game, but, you know, if this team is who we think they are, then they should handle this game. I think the spread's, what, 32? You know, State should win this game going away and, and really kind of show people, hey, last week was, was really awesome and we didn't execute the way we should have. And, and you go out there and just execute with some consistency because, you know, here's the thing, too, and, and brothers, no getting around this. I don't care who you are, where you're from, or how talented you are. When you got to cross the face of the, of the safety in the Southeastern Conference, especially on the road at a place like LSU that has four- and five-star kids, it shows you got some real toughness. And I thought that was lacking a little bit on Saturday. I think at times we heard footsteps, and, and maybe perhaps we were afraid that we were going to get unloaded. on. And that's one of the more disappointing things to me is that, you know, this is a program uh, through Leeds and Spurrier Jr. and others that really, really, really advocates toughness. And I thought at times that the toughness was lacking on Saturday. And I think that was a key component in LSU's win. I think LSU in the second half was, was the tougher team, and it showed. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I Was there a player that you thought played really well that you were like, you know, that's a guy that they needed to play well, and he stepped up. And- well, I thought the Cambrian Richardson played well. Um, you know, and, and that's, I mean, you look at you look at the numbers. I mean, you know, Malik Neighbors killed State on third down, but, you know, uh, Antoine Boutte was not really a factor in the ballgame, and, and he absolutely killed State last year. And, 
and they tried to get him paired up with some Bulldog safeties. I thought Jackie Matthews played real well, and it was a play early in that ball game where they run that bubble, and, and I'm surprised Jackie Matthews was able to get out of the out of the city without picking up a criminal charge. Yeah, he absolutely destroys that that perimeter blocker there, and that's that, that's the physicality we talked about last year. At State was losing. State did not have that dog in the secondary. I thought Jackie played well, but I thought in some very crucial situations. LSU found a way to get Malik Neighbors paired up on Colin Duncan or another safety, and they they beat us. And that, that's the thing you look at. How many times does State have a chance to get off the field on those two big drives that allowed them to take control, and they went to Malik Neighbors? And, and I, I thought at times that uh, they did a really good job with Jaden Daniels early, but I thought, you know, listen, the defense played well enough to win. I know that fourth quarter looks bad in a box score, but you know, you got to get more production from your offense. I thought the defense just simply gassed out. I mean, they played at such a high level, uh, you know, for two and a half, three quarters, and then they're given the short end of the field and they can't come through. And you just kind of feel like, in many respects, in the second half, the offense kind of let the defense down. Uh, all right, we'll wrap it up with this. Did they take advantage of the two freshman tackles from LSU enough? States, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think so. I, I thought. I thought they got good pressure. I mean, it's just you know, it's kind of like we talked about. Jaden Daniels basically ran to script what you and I talked about last week. The guy doesn't see the field exceptionally well, and he does like his first read in there. He panics a little bit, so but he's athletic enough to tuck it and go. And I don't know if State's going to see a quarterback as athletic as him the rest of the year. And then that's no disrespect to anybody else. It's just you know that kid's a plus runner all the way and. That's kind of what happened, you know, in the second half of that ball game. Is he's like, you know what? Hey, I, I can't fit, figure out this puzzle for coverage, so I'm just going to tuck it and go. And then I thought they did a really good job simplifying things and giving him some one and two receiver routes to kind of limit the decision making process. But I felt like State could have done a little bit more, uh, maybe rushing off the edge. Or a lot of times we ran pressure up the middle, and then he would just sidestep it and you know and run to the sidelines. And so. Give the kid a lot of credit. I, I just don't know how long he's going to be able to survive in the SEC running as much as he does because the physical toll that'll that'll come as a result of that is something that I think LSU folks got to be aware of that. All right, we'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, two four seven Sports, Gene Spage, uh, the Boneyard Podcast. Uh, disappointing performance from Mississippi State. Uh, they got three in a row at home: Bowling Green, A and M, Arkansas, all winnable games. I think this is. Do you agree, Steve? This is going to decide what kind of season they have. Absolutely, and I, th- I think at, at worst you got to win two of those three, but you need to win all three. I think we all agree that probably the the defining stretch is this A and M Arkansas Kentucky. You got to get two of those three. You absolutely have to get two of those three. If you can get all three, all of a sudden you kind of erase uh, a little bit of the sting of of Saturday. But yeah, you know, we, we've said all along it's probably an eight and four team. You know, and so we'll kind of see how things progress. But you could take a step forward by you know, getting hot here and winning these next three. Yeah, I don't, I don't see eight and four, seven and five. Maybe if they can win, let's see, they win the next three, and then uh, that's a tall task. But if they win the next three, that's uh, that's five. Yeah, yeah. That's There's five. some other winnable games. I, I see at Kentucky, yeah. maybe Auburn at home, and East Tennessee. Um, I give Ole Miss the advantage right now. Georgia and Alabama's out. So, um, boy, it's huge. Three weeks. All right. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, So, Blake, uh, (laughs) 
Bowling Green beat Marshall last weekend. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> even, though, even though Marshall beat Notre Dame the week before. Okay, what's that So mean? everybody patted them on the back, and they no-showed. And also, Notre Dame's terrible. Man, that Notre Dame-Cal, I watched a little bit of that. Just I went over there just to see if Freeman was going to get upset again. And he almost uh, did. And they almost, I mean, Cal Berkeley's awful. Georgia Tech, we were talking about, I mean, Georgia Tech's, these, these are... These are more academically driven programs. Lots of similar, right? I mean, Cal Berkeley, Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt. There's, there's not much difference in those uh, teams. And um, Notre Dame did almost lose um, at home at home against a Cal Berkeley team that is bad. So it's another example of poor offense despite talent. Yeah, how much like. That's what's crazy to me is that in the era, you know, in the year 2022, that there are that many top 25, top 30 talent rosters running offenses that remind me of what I saw in 3A Louisiana high school football. It's, it's, it really is remarkable. Notre Dame. A&M's terrible. Auburn. LSU, LSU's offense, offense. Awful. Auburn's offense. LSU's. Awful. Uh, yeah, th- those are not, I mean. The way they're run. Look, you can go back and even look at Florida. All the, even in the win at Utah, you start looking at things, and then you look at what they've done the last two weeks. Awful offensively. I know. And we're talking about top thirty Miami talented rosters. Good. Oh, some of these top ten, top five, top fifteen. Miami, they're not any good on their offense is not any good. It's unreal. It, but it's but a Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin at Miami could make them look better. You know, I wonder if the Hugh new- Freeze at Notre Dame, Lane Kiffin at Notre Dame, yeah. they may not be an offensive juggernaut. I'm not saying they're, you know, whoever. Um, I guess who isn't? Georgia and Ohio State, but is that just because of That's talent? Yeah. Like, I, uh, you know, I think of... Maybe Tennessee looks to be really revving up and, and Heupel's doing a good job with Hendon Hooker and the pieces that they have. Obviously, Kiffin's doing a good job with with Evans and Trigg and, and Judkins. Uh, the last decade, Ole Miss is a great example of a team that was always more offensive than their talent profile. Yeah. Right? Like, like their offense always outperformed what their total team performed. Even though they had some right? amazing players. Yeah, yeah. Because they, but it was all offensive-centric. And that's, right. I think, like, like their team might be 8-4, and four, but their offense felt like it was a 10-2 and two offense. Right? right. Like, that's... That is like, where is that for better teams? For Notre Dame, for Auburn, for LSU, for A&M, and for Miami. And there's another one. We'll see what Texas does. this. I know they lost their QB, but you're Texas. And they go to Texas Tech this weekend. That's a great point, yeah. I mean, Penn State's not any, they're not really Clemson doesn't even look dynamic. very good offensively. Clemson has Wake Forest, and I know Wake shouldn't be what they are. But that line is somewhat hey, tight. Wake Forest owned Vanderbilt in Nashville two weeks ago. Don't sleep on the demons. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Out of Bounds show brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Uh, CypressDepot.com. That's CypressDepot.com. Also, shout out to Jake Manning and MS Smart Homes. MSSmarthomes.com will drive your entertainment system and they'll make it right. Check them out right now. MSSmarthomes.com. 
And don't forget that USA Pawn has an awesome selection of smart TVs. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.